Oh, so that was our deep dive into our divorced birds. Scott, what's your thought? You know, everybody's got their problems and apparently birds do too. Sounds like some of those birds wanted their significant others to be more of a swallow instead of a cuckoo. I'm just hoping that the government fixes those batteries already. Birdsaren'tReal.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to There's a Sub for That, the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your other host, Willie. Join us as we explore the rabbit hole that is Reddit. From made me smile to facepalm and idiots in cars to humans being bros, we're going to deep dive into the most popular page on the internet. Are you ready? You know what I miss right now? What do you I, miss? I don't know how this is an up and coming community, but right now the number one up and coming community is Chipotle. Really? I miss Chipotle, man. I really, really want some Chipotle. Tell me about it. I haven't had it in years. Well, that's because you can't. Still doesn't mean I don't want it. So what, what did you get when you went to Chipotle? So... I was around from when Chipotle first opened, folks. Believe it or not, I am that young. I would get a burrito with... Okay, you're going to have to remind me. It's been so long, I don't even remember what the line looks like. What do I get first? I get a tortilla, Ooh, Yeah, right? let me walk you through it. So you you get a burrito, a, a bowl, uh, tacos, or the hidden item, quesadilla. Ooh, well, I never knew what a quesadilla option was like, so... I would just say I'm going to have a burrito. Okay. And then you now, get... what's next? Then you get beans and rice. So black or white oh. rice? Black black rice. White... That's racist! White or brown rice. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have pinto beans and white rice. Okay. And then you get your meat of choice. I would usually have the chicken, right? Okay, that's good. an option. Solid. Yep. I mean, that's a staple. Okay. And then we get into the condiments, the the, the extra accoutrement that goes on to your burrito in this case. So let me walk you through it really fast because I need this in my body. You right. have your pico de gallo or mild salsa, depending on, or tomato, depending on who you are, or those three are all the same thing. You have a hot salsa and you have salsa verde. Those are your three salsa choices. One of them corn. Oh, I'm not there yet. Those are your salsas. Then you have... The toppings that go with it, which would be corn, fajita. Mm -hmm. I mean, fajita is further down the line by the meats because you would substitute it. But uh, you would get fajita. You would get uh, tomato corn, lettuce, cheese, uh, guacamole. Those are your options. Okay. So I would get burrito, white rice, pinto beans, chicken, cheese, and then pico de gallo. I don't think they had fajita the last time I could have it. Yeah. It was probably back then, like there was probably a lot of ingredients they didn't have. So for those of you listening to the show saying, Willie, you a fucking idiot, they have queso as well. Yeah, but if Scott hasn't been there in a decade, they didn't have queso back then. They probably didn't have fajita or all the different meat options. They didn't even have brown rice from what I remember. Yeah, that's a fairly new thing. Other other than okay. that, like the meat at the time, Scott, was Chicken or steak, that was it. That's all you used to be able to order. Now it's like sofritas, which is uh, vegetarian. Okay. Barbacoa, which is like 
pulled pulled pork. Oh, that's the thing that I get. Um, Sounds orgasmic. Dude, I wonder if I can get it delivered. Are they still doing delivery? Why are you asking me this? I've not had it in over a decade. <laughs> Just, I, I'm asking for a friend. If they don't deliver, they should have a pickup, right? Yeah. Have you have you done pickup service yet? Mm, yes. I haven't. Somebody I live with has. Ooh. Did you not do it because you were scared? No, it's because I don't go out to eat ever. And I would love to support the restaurants that I used to like. I haven't been supporting them for at least five years now. So I, I don't know why I would start right this well, second. What about like pickup services for grocery stores? I've done grocery pickup once and every other time delivery. We did liquor pickup yesterday. What do you mean? We drove up to a local liquor store and we had our order in and they just walked it out to our trunk. We didn't even have to touch anything, talk to them, nothing. You just, we just pop the trunk and they put it in? Pop the trunk, show the ID, they close the trunk, you drive off. That's awesome. Dude, it was amazing. All right. So let's say you can do Chipotle pickup, right? Mm-hmm. What do you get? What's okay. your burrito of choice? The uh, BOC. My burrito of choice. And now this is this is like my, my binge one, not my I'm trying to be healthy. If I'm trying to be healthy, I get brown rice, chicken, I get hot salsa and cheese. And that's pretty much it. And I kind of feel bad eating it. I, I know I even shouldn't have the cheese on it. Because you're lactose intolerant? No, because the health cheese is not a healthy thing in ter- like if you're trying to cut calories. Oh, sure, sure. But I get a, a burrito bowl with white rice, black beans. I get uh, barbacoa, or they used to have. It was like a limited run this winter. It was like a like a carne asada type thing. It was like a pulled or like a long strip steak. Oh God. It was so good. Damn. Then I get tomato, corn, sour cream, cheese, and and I add queso to the bowl. And then I get chips and queso on the side. And my God, oh, it's so good. Now they have uh like they have a queso blanco. So I will not do that. If I was if you- I was gonna really binge to get the thing that I really want, I'm going to get all of those things I just said, except the chips and queso. And just buy the chips because their chips are delicious. And then I'm going to drive down the street to Cadoba, which I'm not sure if that's a Minnesota thing or not. And I'm not going to buy anything from them except for the largest thing of queso I can get. And then I'm going to dip the Chipotle chips in the Cadoba queso. And I'm going to have to shower afterwards. It's going to be so good. Now, you said you don't get cheese on your burrito bowl. Mm hmm. But then you go and buy a gallon of queso from somewhere else. No, 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 you know said, that queso is Spanish for cheese, right? Wait, what? No, I, I, I get if if I'm eating healthy, my whole order is different, Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah, my healthy thing is brown rice, no beans, chicken, maybe fajita if I'm feeling zesty about it. Hot salsa, corn, and lettuce, and that's it. I thought beans are good for you. Beans are good for you, but I don't necessarily want to eat them all the time. And I probably should. Sure. I probably should switch it and do rice instead of beans. But I'm cutting spe- like as many calories as I can while still getting the flavor that I want. Cutting calories the Chipotle way. Yeah, which means that their burrito, just the like tortilla itself, is a thousand calories. Just the tortilla itself. Yeah. 
Okay, well, yeah, then that'll definitely help you cut calories. Uh-huh. Also help you cut flavor. But what do I know? I haven't tasted it in 10 years and I can still remember exactly <laughs> what it tastes like. It's it's kind of funny how things just stick in your brain like that. Mm. Um, what so else do you if, miss uh, from your quarantined diet? Well, right now I would say I've been able to get pretty much anything that I've wanted, right? Yeah. Just takes longer, like weeks at a time to get something that I've usually used to getting within minutes of just walking into a store. I have, uh, I've not been denied anything. I'll say that. So what I miss because of my Meniere's disease is everything. (laughs) Chocolate? Mostly Chinese food. Soda? Can you have Indian food? I can make it. Oh. But like going never, to Gorka Palace, your favorite place, that's that's off the table? Yeah, shout out to Gorka Palace, unofficial sponsor of the podcast. Oh, um, I would easily make them an official sponsor and only request that they paid us in food once a week. Exactly. The best thing about Gorka Palace is probably their Momo, which are just steamed dumplings. And they're so fucking good. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I've kind of been struggling with too because I don't want a place like that that's so good to go away. So I've thought about like buying gift cards from them. They're doing uh, evening takeout uh-huh. only. So like you can order dinner from them and have it for delivery or pickup between like 4.30 and close. And according to their social media, they're they're still going strong. So I just hope that they can last. So everybody else can enjoy how good that place is. Oh man, when you find one of those local restaurants that you just have to go to, man, yeah. it, it's uh, game changing. What else is going on in Reddit this week, Scott? There are several things that we should probably talk about. Willie, were you ever a museum man? Did you ever go look at art and wonder? I could probably do that. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I went to school for design. I I don't think I know anything about art. I feel like you I went to I'm, a... You went to a school specific for a specific type of art called art architecture, right? I did go for art architecture. I I never learned what the architecture part is, but I heard a lot of people studied that. Yeah, that that part of the art is where they make you do more analytical work, but you still get paid the same as every other artist. So not really at all. Well, there's this famous museum called Getty, the Getty. Hmm as in spa, and it has a lot of very nice art that one would say is more difficult <laughs> to, to paint than, say, something at a modern museum, right? Sure. So they had a quarantine challenge this past week that basically encouraged people to dress up like their favorite painting. And oh. so people gathered household items and would... This is on Our Funny, by the way. Okay. Um, and use whatever you've got at home to dress up as your favorite painting. And several people took this challenge to like put on their wife's dress or fake being pregnant with, you know, <laughs> just household items or put buckets on their head with whatever they got. And it, some of it's really good. I wonder what I would dress up as. I never feel that I am clever enough in these moments to do that. But do you have something that you would do right off the bat? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, what, what's your favorite piece of art that you can think of? Is it the Mona Lisa? Is it the David? That's a good question. We have seen a lot. You and I w- went to London 
while I think about that, do you remember? Do you remember walking through what museum was that in London? We went into several. We went into the British Portrait Gallery. I think there was art when we went to Buckingham. I think there was art when we went to the the Tower of London. Like that <laughs> that one tour of ancient London was trying to be some sort of performance art. <laughs> I remember walking into the museum. And just oh, we went to the modern, the yeah. modern. In there, we saw art by Andy Warhol. I think we saw the famous Campbell's soup can. Yeah, I, my my tastes in art has changed. I I would say right now I'm on this kick of really wanting something colorful. So I would want to recreate that Andy Warhol set where you see what's her name painted in a bunch of ways, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, okay. So how would you recreate that with what you've got in your in your place is the second question. Am I allowed to take multiple photos? Sure. And merge them yeah, together? I mean, you'd have to for a multiple painting like that, right? Yeah. I, I would have to do the typical internet meme where girl's hair is portrayed as just a washcloth. So I wouldn't go any fancier than that. I would throw a washcloth okay. on my face. And then hopefully I could go out and find some sort of paint and just like really shittily paint my face and my hair those specific colors. I don't know if it needs to be any fancier than that, right? Right. Where would you go, Scott? My favorite piece of art is probably, well, I could do a real easy one like Rodin's The Thinker and just paint myself green and just sit naked on a stone tablet of some sort. Or (laughs) I'd probably say my favorite artist is Van Gogh, so I would have to get some sort of fancy paints which I don't have here, so it'd probably have to be a bunch of different foods mashed up and just put all over my face and body. <laughs> Holy shit, man. These paintings. How is this their favorite painting? That's super but, clever, though. Uh, it's yeah. just like a, a girl wearing... So on the right is the painting, and it's a lady wearing like a yellow silk-ish dress. She's got like a white uh, hair bonnet on, holding the hands of what can only be described as an alien person disguised as a human. <laughs> There's a tiny yeah, little dog. We've got some red household Furniture. items in the background, right? Like a bed, maybe a chair. And these guys did such and a, a good- And a chandelier. And oh. a window. Like, look at all the comparisons. And then they put a, they put like a pot or something in a the background. To, yeah, to mirror the mirror in the painting. Dude, it's so good. They even put the little, uh, on the very far left corner, you see the the shoe that's representative of oh, what yeah. looks like sandals. They nailed it. They have the rug too. It's got literally everything is there. Yeah, they've got some sort of, uh, some sort of you know, like footlocker on the left side. Holy crap. And I think in the far right, it just might be the angle of their house, but like they might've tipped something down to make it look like the, the poster bed just angle in the same painting it's it's yeah. really good it's really good and i love that for her dress she's just holding her comforter yeah i thought that was a sleeping bag but yeah it definitely looks like sort of comforter with a, a belt wrapped around her <laughs> yeah that's all it is <laughs> man people are going crazy i i have loved watching as just an outlet the crazy things people are doing to keep themselves occupied during all of this time I'm curious what your thoughts are, because this has been a week where you start to see the people that have influence over the world. And I mean, like politicians, 
leaders within different organizations and how they're taking really stupid approaches to the COVID-19 case. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you don't have to tell me about it because I read about that shit every fucking day. Yeah. And just today, Boris Johnson was admitted to the hospital and, and now he's put on oxygen, specifically not a respirator, but on oxygen. That's nuts, man. I know. Just goes to show you that anybody and everybody can suffer from this. It's something that Mark Cuban has kind of addressed. He specifically called out, like, this is going to be the time where there's going to be a handful of businesses, startups, etc. that are going to be the ones who are going to be the next leaders, right? They're going to come up with the, the best ideas. They're going to come up with the best ways. Or they're going to be the ones that figure out what we should do going forward, right? Yeah, Mark right. Cuban himself was born from the tech bubble. He got in when the getting was good, created a tech company and started his now billionaire status, right? Yeah. So like out of this tragedy, somebody somewhere is figuring out hopefully how to stockpile correctly for states, how to make it so that supply chains can be switched over quicker in case things like this happen again, how to get everybody on healthcare, you know, like all of these huge ideas that nobody really cared about because profit was the first thing on their mind before this year. That's all out the window now, right? Like all of these new ideas are what we need to survive. And there's going to be people who are going to try and figure out how to profit on survival technique like that. But hopefully we get more of the good. And by that, I mean just people coming up with ways to save lives, to make it easier to do both of those things, you know. What blows my mind is watching some of these people that, like, I should say, there are two different aspects to the world. There are the folks that choose to say things are changing and I need to be willing to adapt to that change and make things better, right? Tons of companies, Mark Cuban's a great example of somebody who says, I'm going to make things better within the restrictions of what I have going on, which means change. Then there are people like from our cringe. Did you see the post that says televangelist Kenneth Copeland uses wind of God to blow away COVID-19? Yeah, that dude, I I do believe he blows. Like many men in the church, Scott, he (laughs) likes to blow. So this is a video of him. What I'm assuming is unironically blowing and using this like grand hand gesture to proclaim that he has removed COVID-19 from his followers. And I can only assume that the goal here is for them to give him more money. There's been several videos of this asshole saying like he's invoking God's power to cast COVID out. Uh, Apparently God also told him to make 300 million this year, so he really needs those donations to come in. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Wait, are you kidding me? I shit you not. Dude, come on. I wish I had that hotline bling with God, because God only told me to make like what I'm making. He didn't tell me to make several hundred million. Maybe, maybe there needs to be a rule. And I don't know, right? Like if you're, if you're going to be, I, I can't speak for all people within different religious organizations, nor do I think I should be able to. Yeah, I don't think you've earned that right. No, but I do need to pose the question, at what point does a a religious organization go from 
needing tax exemption because they need to be able to bring in smaller amounts of money to stay afloat, right? That's the reason that they're tax exempt to being tax exempt and allowing their main kind of face holder for their brand to be worth millions of dollars. I don't think that that should be okay. A lot of people in our atheism would agree with you. Yeah, there's been a lot of people like this throughout this whole ordeal that I would never wish ill on anybody, literally in this sense. But it's just, you you rack your brain in like peaceful ways that you could try to get them to stop doing what they're doing. Yeah. And you don't come up with much because it all usually leads to too much anger, right? Like, I don't watch this guy. I'm not one of his followers. So... I'm probably not going to be able to do anything to like reach out to him and say, hey, you're wrong. The best thing you can do is just lead what you consider a good life and lead by example. And if you believe in the opposite, you know, try to be the best person you can be doing the opposite of what he would do. Right. I, and hopefully, hopefully that influences somebody who used to be into him into seeing things another way. I have a really similar outlook on the world. If I don't find value in something generally, now we have this platform where we get to speak out to the world. So it's kind of a little counter to what I'm saying. So I'm going to sound like a hypocrite and I acknowledge that and you're allowed to call me that. In general, though, when I'm out and about, I keep my opinions of businesses and organizations to myself because the easiest way to combat those businesses is not to go out of your way to say something, generally speaking. There are times where it is definitely the most impactful time to go out and say something. But like if Chick-fil-A, if you're going to have a bigoted CEO, the easiest way for me to do something is not to try and find the largest platform I can and be a little bitch about it. It's to just not give them my money. Correct. Money talks, right? Money is the loudest noisemaker in a capitalist economy. Right. So you take that money away, then they start listening. Yeah. You can tell you can tell me all day, all night that Chick-fil-A is the best thing. <laughs> Go blow yourself. And I would probably be willing to say they're a great, delicious type of food. The people that work there are probably great human beings. But when you have a certain person that's leading that organization that treats people with such disdain, no, I'm not going to take part in that business. So I'm just not going to give you my money. And don't get me wrong. Chick-fil-A is delicious. They make great tasting sandwiches. Fries are okay. I don't really have anything else. But that chicken, that recipe, mmm. But there's other chicken out there, right? There's Popeyes. There's KFC. Mm. There's your local food. You can make it yourself. Yeah. Get that Crisco recipe. I, I will tell you, Scott, I would rather get just butt before stepping into Chick-fil-A. And if I did that, I don't think I'd be allowed to step foot in Chick-fil-A anyways. I mean, yeah, sex in public is illegal. Hasn't stopped me before, Scott. <laughs> as long as you're filming it, uh, then it's not illegal. There we go. No, then it's just a job. Since you're talking about having sex inside of a Chick-fil-A, though, <laughs> you should probably... Wait, hold on, I'm, I'm so curious for this segue. All right, hold on. <laughs> I just want to say you should probably be practicing hygiene, much like Sandra the orangutan. Have you heard of her? I have not until this week, but please do go on. Sandra is an orangutan, born in 1986, and she lives in the Center for Great Apes in Florida. And she 
has been noticing that all of her caregivers are washing their hands a lot. So she started doing the same exact thing. She has a big bucket of water and a brush, and she has started washing her hands. And from the length of the GIF on our GIFs, she does it for at least 20 seconds. So good for her. It's so fascinating to me. I'm not one of those people that will go out of my way to watch like a monkey video. Primates are not the type of animals that I'm seeking out for cuteness. For some people, it is. I- I'm going to seek out those cat videos or dog videos. Sure. But you're a basic, you're a basic bee. I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. No, that's all right. I will say, though, this orangutan, it's just so cool to see them using tools and being normal. Did you know that there have been other cases in zoos where the the primates have emulated either people visitors to emulate to get food or to get other items or they will defend other creatures? I, I love the videos of the orangutans or the gorillas sitting next to the glass looking at like maybe a small child. I think it's just oh, like really yeah. genuine. And let's let's all take a moment of silence for our our main dude Harambe. Whip it out for Harambe. Just rip it out. Rip it hard. Hey, what are your thoughts on Louis CK doing a surprise comedy center or a comedy special? Did you read his letter? No. Are, do you think we're there? Are we ready to to have Louis CK in the news? I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on this. He he did a post on Facebook or something, or he wrote a letter on his website and basically said there's two types of people. There's people that in the face of tragedy, like look to humor. And then there's the people who take it really seriously and try to protect others. And he said he's definitely in the first camp. And that's why he made this special because it's helping him work through it. I thought before everything went down, Louis C.K. was pretty funny. And to be specific uh, on on what went down, yeah, brought to light about sexually assaulting or at least you know making several people feel very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. So I don't know. Like, is this enough time? Has he made enough reparations? I can't say because I'm not one of his really big fans and I haven't been paying attention that much. But like, if he hasn't, I probably won't go out of my way to watch this. Is it a paid one? Is it on streaming services? That's a good question. It sounds like, you know. It's on us. his website and okay. it's seven ninety nine. All right. There's no way in hell I'm paying to watch any comedy special right now when there's so much free shit, quote unquote, on all of the streaming services I already subscribe to. And I'm even more impressed that there are so many brands out there that are choosing to say, I'm going to give you partial free access to our service. HBO just did that. HBO. I got an email from uh, Marvel United, which is the comic books. They're giving away free comic books in April. Really? Lots of places. Yeah. There's uh, there's places that are doing free online classes for like learning new skills. It's it's really cool. I, I've been watching a lot of YouTube and one of the ads that always comes up is Masterclass. I've heard very awesome, but I've never subscribed. I've never subscribed either. There's 80 plus classes, 20 lessons, the average lesson is 10 minutes long. You can do everything here. Now, do you have to, when you do it, oh, you get an annual membership. How much is that? If I had to guess, I'm going to say $100, Bob. It says, buy one annual membership, share one free, two passes with access to all classes for $180. Oh, okay. I was a little low, but I didn't go over. So do I win the showcase? 
No, because I knew it was, oh. I, I thought it was 150. So Damn it went it. up. But look at who they have. They have Bob Iger, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Annie Leibovitz, which is a photographer, Steve, Stephen Curry, Anna Winter, Bobby Brown, Chris Voss. Let me get to some of the bigger ones. Neil Gaiman, Christina Aguilera. What is Bob Iger teaching me? Business strategy and leadership from the past CEO of Disney. <laughs> okay, well, that might be worth it. Yeah. For $180 to go to a seminar with Bob fucking Iger, Scott. For 10 minutes though, right? He Well, they do, they do lessons within the class. So uh... his entire class is 13 videos. It's two hours and 11 minutes. Damn. But okay. that pass, that $180 gives you access to all of this content for an entire year. This sounds like, can Masterclass just fucking sponsor this show? I want to go there. <laughs> so sign up for it. See what it's like. Is there a free trial? No. Ooh, no right? refunds. Here's what I can tell you. I will try my best to figure out a way to watch at least one of these things and tell you if it's any good. I think the first thing I would do is I would go watch Gordon Ramsay. Of course. Probably the most relevant. Absolutely. Now, he has a lot of free shit on the YouTubes. Mm -hmm. I think the idea with like with masterclasses is they're more thought out instructional things that take you through an entire project where a YouTube video is just enough to tease you, right? You're going to watch the beginning. You're going to watch the end. You're going to feel finished and satisfied within about 30 seconds because really that's all it takes, Scott. And then by the time you're done, you're feeling a little like uh, you need some more. You have some post-tube clarity, yeah. What I what I think is maybe a challenge of being in quarantine is we're spending so much of our time on our technology, and $180 just seems like a lot of money for content that I, I would definitely be able to consume, but I just don't know if I would be able to make it actionable. Right now, the appeal of Masterclass is it gives me something to learn that I can then go put into action. Which then, in turn, we start investing our time in things that just bring us like that kind of sugar rush enjoyment. So for me, it's Twitch, it's YouTube. Maybe you're watching the most recent episode of Westworld or you're catching up on a show that you've wanted to watch. I have a confession. Okay. I spent $180 today. On what? Actually, I spent $200 today on a Nintendo Switch. Did you buy one for yourself too? Yes, I did. Holy shit, Scott, I what saw, are you going to I've, I've been watching a week's worth of Animal Crossing and it's driving <laughs> me out of my mind. <laughs> oh my God. I started watching Animal Crossing today and I don't want to tell anybody, but it sounds really interesting. Seriously, it looks so fun. Last episode, we knew nothing. What do you know now? Okay, so it's Sims meets Nintendo and it's multiplayer, meaning that you start with your island, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking to all these little characters and they want to help you build your island and everything's happy and it's sunny. You can get stung by bees, but you can also make medicine to make you better. You get to build a house. You're basically living rent-free on this fantasy island, right? Yeah. And then you get to go visit your friends and vice versa and they can bring you supplies and you can bring them supplies. It just seems like a really cool, fun time to connect with people, especially in this type of situation that we're in, right? Right. With your free time, You've got to do things to stay sane. And my free time has been consumed with reading and video games. 
that's that's kind of a balance of each other too. Yeah. Because sometimes you read things and you don't feel good, so you go and play video games to get your euphoria up. Right. Um, so, by the way, when when I was talking earlier about in, investing your time in shows and watching mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. what the fuck is Quibi? Oh yeah, it's a lot of people who invested a lot of money. They do not want to take it back. Quibi is Quick Bites. That is what I read at the time of the Super Bowl. And that means every show is going to be like 10 minutes or less. There's a lot of data out there that says people like to listen to like seven minutes worth of content and then or like three hours of content. Anything in between is kind of up for grabs. I'm guessing they're trying to capitalize on the people with the shortest attention spans to maximize value, right? Right, because they have been investing so much goddamn money. I see it everywhere, and I'm like, don't try to make fetch a thing here. It's it's not going to happen. Do you think that there's that there's room for this brand to grow? Do you think that this is going to be a real thing? Sadly, yeah, I do. Because I don't think you and I are the audience. I think it's for the generation that is coming after us. There's all these apps that take advantage of short, quick bursts. You know, Vine was really popular with kids. TikTok is really popular with kids. Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat. Anything that shortens our attention span. And this is going to try and finally see if it will pay for branded content, Mm. for advertised content, for your favorite artists and actors and actresses. And who knows what else they'll try and squeeze onto there. But they want you to pay for it now because they figure you are at an age where you got money and you're willing to spend it on 10-minute sitcoms and music wait does quibi cost money oh yeah it's not free willie oh holy shit plans start at 4.99 a month that's right so you can spend 4.99 a month on quibi or you can spend 4.99 a month on apple tv plus disney plus hulu right hulu is still 4.99 literally all of the shows hulu is like 14.99 Okay, well, even Netflix is only like $7 a month, right? Right. You get infinitely better quality, even if it's not just talking about the length of the quality on something like this. So Quibi is going to either have to be a force to be reckoned with, or they will be made fun of infinitely because of their name. They will be a quick bite in history. Ooh, I, I, I'm not going to watch it. Just well, Yeah, don't put your support into it. I can't see myself doing it. No, I mean, it's just so crazy that they have so many actors behind it. But no, I I can't. I can't. All right. Well, what if I told you that maybe watching Quibi would lead to something positive in your life? Like maybe you see a new artist on there and you say like, well, I like this person. Let's read about them. Let's uh, find out more about them. Let's go on their social media, see what they're up to. Maybe they inspire you to do something crazy, right? Yeah. As I said previously, TikTok is pretty much all over the place now. Somebody did just that the other day. <laughs> what did they do? On, on our next fucking level, somebody was watching somebody's TikTok where this lady said, my ex cheated on me, I'm taking this diamond ring that he bought me, and I'm throwing it into the lake. And like she showed the ring on her TikTok, and it's, it's pretty blinged out. Yeah, it's a nice ring. She, she tosses it in the lake. Well, somebody watching her video just happens to be a certified scuba <laughs> diver who was close by, knew exactly where that spot was in the lake, drove over 20 hours to this spot. 
Dude, dove in crazy. and found the ring. Now I challenge you, is this real? Maybe, maybe not. But still, if you think about like the commitment, the sheer fucking will of this man, he probably just made a whole lot of money. Oh my God, right? So you said, how much do you think this ring was valued at? Based on, if it's all real diamonds, based on the size of it alone, we're looking at several thousand dollars, potentially double digits in terms of what goes before the decimal point. When I look at this ring, it's a, not a diamond shape, Jesus, Willie. It's a, like a pear shape. No, not pear. What's the shape of it? It's like an oval, right? Like an oval. You're talking to two idiots that don't know anything about rings. Is but it it's, a, is it a, it's not a princess cut because that's square. No, that's all square. <sighs> it's the one that's shaped like a football. So yeah. forgive us for, for being fucking idiots, but it looks like Super that. Super Bowl ring. I would say that it's not a full carrot. It's probably three-quarter carat diamond surrounded by diamonds around it and then two the, or three band's got to be half an inch thick though and yeah. it's just lined with diamonds all the way around yeah yeah i would say that 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 ring is probably like two three grand do you think it, it says he drove 20 hours to get this do you think it's worth the 20 hour drive how much does gas cost these days almost nothing right like nothing i filled up <laughs> gas two days ago scott I put a trash bag around my hand so that I could fill it up because I don't have gloves. Sure. But gas was $1.80. It's the lowest I've ever seen it in a decade, right? Yeah. Probably hasn't been that low since I've had Chipotle. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode number four. Otherwise known as the Quattro. And tune in for next week's episode when we take a deep dive into the subreddit Creepy Asterisk. Creepy Asterisk? Snow God, what's that all about? I'm glad you asked, Scott. Creepy asterisks are uncomfortable and unsolicited actions. Tickles you.